Hi, hello everyone. I'm so excited. I am Haley. I'm your guide to love. Welcome back. This channel is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I'm here with someone who I really look up to. I love everything you're doing. She is a love coach. This is Leslie Tavertine. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, we're about to have a great conversation because this is really important for what's happening nowadays in our society with relationships. So tell everybody what you're doing. What I'm doing is supporting feminine women into enjoying their bodies and enjoying masculine men, especially the men that they're dating or married to. I help them to actually enjoy those men. Mm, yes. Yeah, because don't you think that all women, we really do at our core want to be with a masculine man? If, if you identify as a feminine woman, yeah. you Sexually, that's what you want. You want a masculine man, emotionally, spiritually, like in every way. You, you don't really feel complete. Even though, you know, they say you, you're complete on your own. Well, no, not really. You, you, you still want a man in your life. You know, mm, but that's just yes. the truth of it. Definitely. I so agree with you on that. Okay. So what are the archetypes that you discuss? So I teach my clients about four feminine archetypes, four main archetypes. And I'll give you the, the titles that are used. So there's the lover, there's the visionary, there's the conservationist, and there's the devotee. And all four of these are important to feminine women in different ways. So there's different ways to be feminine. There is no like one set way. And so it just depends on you know, what you're doing, what phase of life that you're in that you'd wanna invoke more of a particular type of energy. So if you are a young mother, you know, if you're looking to have children or you, you, you're pregnant or you're raising children and you, you know, you're, you're breastfeeding, you're nurturing, you're giving birth, like if you're doing things like that, you need to have devotee energy. Otherwise, you're going to hate it. You're going to hate being mm -hmm. a mother. So <laughs> cultivating that archetype is a must if you're going to have children and raise them. And if you want to be uh, a wife, <laughs> a homemaker, you know, somebody who makes sure that the home is always welcoming and calm and peaceful and, and, and everybody's always just relaxed at home, you have to have devotee energy to do that. There's no way around it. Mm -hmm. So, but that's, that's one aspect. Then there's the lover, which is what, more people are familiar with as far as feminine energy is concerned. And that's where she's just very sexual. She's very sensual. She's beautiful. She loves to be beautiful. She loves beauty. She prioritizes beauty. <laughs> okay. That's an important way to be feminine. Because if that's cut off, if, if, if you can't connect with your lover, you're not going to enjoy sex. It's going to feel like a chore. And your husband's going to get bored with you really fast. And he's going to go to another woman who has lover energy. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to get mad at the other woman when really it was you. You didn't cultivate your lover. 
So the other aspect is the conservationist, which is where you get to just be alone and you like being alone. You know, there's got to be times where you just enjoy your own company. Mm -hmm. You don't need anyone else. You're good. That's so important to have that quiet time to go within, to let go of stuff that is no longer valuable to you. Like that takes being alone. And so if you're a woman who, who is afraid <laughs> to be alone ever, you know, you're, you're cutting yourself off from some really potent energy. And the last one is the visionary. And this one is an absolute must. If you are a businesswoman, if you're an online entrepreneur and you want to make a shit ton of money, <laughs> big money, you've got to have a visionary because she can see, she can see that there's all these ways for you to have the money that you want to have. Like she, she can actually see it. She can see the vision. She can trust it. Like she's the one that brings it about. If, if you don't have her, it's going to be real hard to accumulate and keep large sums of money. So she's really important for that. So they're all important. Mm -hmm. mm. I love all of them because I've, I mean, I've heard of archetypes before in terms of like the wounded feminine or the, uh, the, what is it? The, the child or the, what is it? The, I don't know. There's all different types. Yes. I love yeah. the ones that you described because um, like the lover, why would you think that the woman would think that sex is a chore. Is that because we're trained not to like sex? And so when he goes off with another woman, she's like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> um, because in order to be in the lover, your, your body has to move a certain kind of way. So if over time, you know, through distresses of life and, and traumas and, and so on, a lot of women, they, their body just becomes really stiff. You know, they become like cardboard, you know, they just can't really feel anything. And so they might want to make love to their husband, but like, they can't. So we, we learn that it's safer to, to not feel that kind of energy because we don't want to be regarded as easy or a slut or mm -hmm. too flirtatious. <laughs> you know, why are you smiling at my husband? You know, you, we don't want to get into those kinds of, you know, mm. complications. And so we just shut it down. Yeah. Wow. And, and also too, I think it's because, we're taught that it's not safe as women, like, oh man, you're gonna get raped or something. Yeah, totally. And that's the thing, like a woman who's really, and this is gonna be controversial, but mm -hmm. I, I have to say it, if she's really in her lover faculty, she's not gonna get raped. Mm. She's actually not, she's not. Go, keep going. Why? Because the rapist, he will be, he just, there's layers to this. He, he won't be able to make her afraid of him, you know, cause she's so, she's so in flow 
that like she'll just she'll just take his energy his sexual energy and she'll just like transmute it and he'll just be like i i don't even want to do this anymore like i'm out of here like this is weird like she'll like her energy will just throw him off completely <laughs> completely whereas a woman who's afraid and oh my god he's gonna rape me oh my god that's that's more of a thrill to a rapist because they feed off the fear? Correct. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. What you said is really powerful. Because we're taught, I mean, I still have my parents, um, they were just here. And I live in Atlanta, which, you know, and my parents are constantly like, oh, be careful. And yeah. so we're taught from very young ages, women, to have that fear. And it's and all uh, male predators <laughs> just waiting to take advantage of you. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, mom, I'm, I'm almost 30 by now. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't want to even conceptualize that, you know, you actually are attracted to a lot of these men <laughs> who they're telling you are predators. But you actually find them attractive, at least some of them, mm -hmm. you know, and you actually want to approach them, you know, so they don't teach young girls this. They tell us that that's that's not appropriate you know let let him pursue you and convince you to have sex with him <laughs> the lo like, that's not how the lover works she knows who she wants to make love to mm. she's very clear very true you're right and i've definitely been that archetype before and in the whole games too of that bs i hate that when women yeah. say oh i have to wait till uh to work committed relationship or i have to wait till we're married mm -hmm. or and it's like that kind of stuff, it doesn't work. Well, yeah, that's a game. It's like, well, I'm going to make you wait to have sex with me. That way I can be sure that you're serious and, and you're going to marry me and, and, and all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. but, but what women don't look at is, do you want to have sex with this man? Yes, I agree with you. Like, it's not about just about what he wants. What do you want? Do you actually want to make love to him? Because mm -hmm. he might wait. He might wait for you and then you have sex and then it's terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he never calls you again because it's terrible. And then you think, oh my God, see, I knew this was going to happen. And it's, it's not that he didn't want to keep seeing you. It's that he finally got to have sex with you and it was terrible. But why would you think it was terrible? Because there was no sexual chemistry anyway? You didn't actually want to have sex with him. You were play oh. playing games. So you did it out of obligation. Well, you you were you wanted to achieve a goal, which is to get marriage or whatever it is, mm -hmm. what you call commitment, and that's all you were really focused on. You weren't actually thinking about do I like am I turned on by this man? Do I actually want his penis inside of me? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that's so many women though, because think about. I mean, I'm from Alabama, <laughs> so we are programmed to be like you're waiting till marriage, and mm -hmm. so so many women. Uh, I mean, I have a friend right now that she waited till her first, um, she waited. She's actually my age, which is crazy, 28. Mm -hmm. And when they finally did it, then they both feel bad about it. And then she stopped. Mm -hmm. And so now I think it's, um, I think that religious programming is so deep seated. Yeah, because my son's texting me. I'm just responding. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, no, it, it is because the religion isn't teaching you 
about sex, like how to have sex, how to enjoy sex, how mm-hmm. to have orgasms. Like they're not teaching you that in, in Baptist church or a Pentecostal church or Mormon church or any, any of the Christian churches. They're not mm-hmm. teaching girls how to do this. Yeah. And so all these women, which, you know, part of the reason why I got into this work is because I couldn't have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was something wrong with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, <laughs> it's like, what's going on I here? Understand. <laughs> yeah, so then I meet all these women. They grew up religious and they're like, nothing's happening. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they shut off the flow of feminine energy. And, and so now, like, their bodies... <laughs> they're not even feeling their body anymore mm. so they're, they're up here in their head and, and they're thinking and they're plotting and they're planning and i, I gotta get married and I, I you know i gotta have children by this age and, and, and mm-hmm. this and the white picket fence and the four bedroom house and <laughs> like that's all well and good but but then you what about your body what about from like the neck down mm-hmm. you know so we, we have to be holistic. You know, I'm not saying don't want marriage. Yeah. Don't want commitment. Absolutely want those things, have those things. But in, include your femininity along with it <laughs> so you can actually enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go into this. So because I love how you talk about how women have unhappy vaginas. I agree with this. Yeah. Absolutely. So that shows up in a myriad of ways. Um, a lot of women, their vagina is, uh, is dry. And, and so when they go to have sexual intercourse, they have to use artificial lubrication. You know, whether that's pharmaceutical or, or coconut oil or whatever, they have to like use something that, that didn't just like come out of their vagina mm-hmm. because they're not wet. You know, a, a lot of women, they're very itchy. Their vagina itches. A lot of women, their vagina doesn't smell good. It has a foul odor, you know, bacterial vaginosis. Uh, a, a lot of women aren't having vaginal orgasms at all. Mm-hmm. No. Um, and, and then there's STIs and then there's, you know, fibroids and all these other things which we know a lot of women are suffering from. Mm. Okay. And then there's all the abortions, millions upon millions upon millions of abortions mm-hmm. every year. All of that is, you know, that's an unhappy state to be in. Mm. Okay. A v- vagina is not happy under those conditions. So she just shuts down. And then we slather a loop on it. And we're like, nope, keep going. <laughs> so what do you think the itching and all these symptoms are that is our body saying hey you're ignoring your vagina you don't care about your vagina you don't love your vagina you don't love your sexuality you you don't love your body you don't love your breasts you don't love your period you don't love being pregnant you don't love giving birth you don't love breastfeeding you don't mm-hmm. love having sex That's mm. a problem. Yeah, it's a major problem. So when, so what do you say to a woman and she's, she's suffering from all this stuff and you tell her what you just told me? She said, yeah, you're right, I hate it. 
Yeah. So you start with baby steps. So the, the way I like to start is you've got to reconnect with your body because a lot of women want to go straight to, well, let me read 5 million more books mm -hmm. and think about it some more and analyze it some more. And, and that's just like, it's such a fucking waste of time. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you have to connect with your body. In, in some way, shape, or form. So I usually start by teaching my clients yoni breathing um, because that connects you with your yoni, with your vagina. It, it gets energy flowing to your yoni again and you start to feel your yoni by doing the kegels. And it, just, it just reorients you. So instead of always being up here, now you're, you're down here. That changes your thinking. That changes the way you move. It changes the way you feel. It changes the way you engage with men. So we start with the body. Mm. I love that you say that because I talk a lot about that with women too. And I think that um, we're just so disconnected from body. It's like, like even for me, I went through a period where I didn't feel anything here. I was like, I feel like I should feel something. I don't feel anything. <laughs> yeah, a lot of women are heartbroken mm. um, because of various things that have happened. Um, usually, you know, a breakup with a boyfriend that they really loved. Um, when a woman experiences like that kind of heartbreak, she just like subconsciously, she just decides, you know, I'm just not going to feel anything here. Mm -hmm. anymore like I just can't like like I, I can't eat like the pain that I felt was so intense like I'm just not even I'm not gonna go there mm -hmm. so we say yes I, I want a relationship but I we don't we don't put in the fine print <laughs> by the way I don't feel my heart anymore mm -hmm. by the way I don't feel my vagina So do you think that men also don't feel their hearts or cocks either, or this is just yeah. a female problem? Okay. It's, it's, it's a male problem as well. <laughs> it goes but, <laughs> That's what I was about to say. I'm like, I think that men, but do you think women were just more like disconnected? No, it's equal. It's both. Oh, okay. It's, both. <laughs> it's, both. it's definitely both. Very true. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. So she's saying, man, I want to be in a relationship but I have, don't feel my heart at all. My pussy is numb. Yeah. So I'm wondering why guys aren't, aren't texting me back. <laughs> and I'm, I'm in my masculine energy and I'm bitter. <laughs> it's so funny. It's not funny, but it's funny. You know, it's just, you know, <sighs> men really enjoy feminine energy. Yes. You know, when and it's they- it's easier when for they, us to be in the feminine. Yeah, I mean, when they come across a feminine woman, like it's, it's very attractive. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's not hard. Once you're really connected with your pleasure, you're really in your body, um, it, attracting men is not hard. It's really not. Mm. Yeah, and don't you think it's, it's this is one thing I've noticed too from going to corporate America, being hardcore masculine to what I'm doing now. I think it's yeah. that it's easier to be in the feminine. I think what we, we forget that. Mm -hmm. It is definitely. 
a whole lot easier. Um, but initially, it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So if, if you have trained yourself to kind of just be stiff and not feel anything and just be in your head, and then you start to move and breathe and sound, at first it's going to be like, oh, this is weird. I don't, this is, this is uncomfortable, you know? So there is going to be a phase of like, this is scary. <laughs> I don't really know if I want to do this. And I, I deal with that a lot with my clients. But once you get past that, then yeah, it's, it's way easier to be in your feminine. So what is that? What is that part that you talk about that fear phase? What is that? That, oh, can I really do this? Or like what? It's, I, I don't know that I can, I can allow myself to feel this much pleasure and be around people. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if I could feel this way around my kids. I don't know if I could feel this way around men in general. I don't know if I could feel this way around other women. They might have some weird thoughts about me. So like, okay, yeah, this, this is feeling good, but I don't know about this. I don't know. This, this, is, this doesn't really fit in with my world currently. Can I really feel this much happiness? Mm -hmm. and pleasure yeah and mm -hmm. not have people think i'm like you know just a total slut <laughs> very true wow okay so for the masculine women because i know there are so many out there she's super masculine uh, what would you tell her so here's the thing like it's okay to express masculine energy mm -hmm. even if you're it's okay to do masculine things, you know, especially if you're in business, you're, mm -hmm. you're going to do masculine things, period. Mm -hmm. So what, before this call started, I remembered this movie that I saw back in 2000, and it's a martial arts movie called Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. And um, it has two female martial artists in it. One was uh, younger, Zhang Ziyi. She was like maybe in her early 20s. And the other one was older, uh, Michelle Yeoh in her 40s. And they did a lot of martial arts scenes in that movie like that demanded uh, a great deal of strength and agility and, and very physical. But if you look at these women in the movie, they were very feminine. Like, beautiful, like, oh my God. <laughs> I remember like, I, and I'm, I, I, I lean more towards heterosexual, but at that time I was like, I am so attracted to Zhang Ziyi. She is so hot. Oh my God. Like, so you can do masculine things and still be feminine by just prioritizing your body, prioritizing your vagina and your breasts, you know, and your, your throat and your, your hips. Like you, you still have to allow yourself to feel good in those parts of your body. If you shut that off, then now you're just operating on masculine energy only. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's another thing too that I've noticed is like we are taught to act like men, especially professionally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, Steve Harvey wrote a book called Think Like a Man, Act Like a Lady. Mm -hmm. And I just so disagree with that title because you don't want to have to be thinking like a man because when you think like a man, then you become a man. Yes, I agree with that. And I don't want to be a man. <laughs> you think like a man, you become a man. <laughs> feminine thinks, thinks differently. And, um, you know, she's just a lot more internal. 
you know, so, you know, she's not as, um, she's aware of what's going on externally, but um, most, most of, of the ideas and, and, and strategies and, and emotions that are coming through her, um, like they're not linear. You know, they're not mathematical. So if you're thinking like a man, you're thinking linear, mathematical, analytical, like straight lines, straight lines, straight lines, which is, which is perfect for masculine energy. But that's, that's not actually how feminine, feminine thinks in, in circles and waves and there's no straight line. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when she writes stuff down, it's like, whoa, this is like all, like, what is all this? But there's so many ideas. So <laughs> that's where you go into your visionary. You're like, let's brainstorm. And like the whole page is like covered with ideas and it's, it's all over the place and it's in circles and it's like, but, but you, you just came up with some amazing ideas. Okay, that's feminine. The way that we're taught in school is masculine. We're taught to think like a man in school, the mm -hmm. public school system and the private school systems. We're taught, we're taught to, for the most part, yes, there's art classes and so on, but for the most part, we're, we're, we're taught to think in a masculine way. And that's very harmful to girls. Mm, you're right. It's very harmful. Mm. If she's ignoring <laughs> her body. Mm -hmm. She's, if she's not in touch with her menstrual cycle, you know, she, like, she doesn't know when she's fertile. Like, she doesn't know what the heck's going on with her body. Then how, how smart can she be, really? Mm -hmm. So we've got to be more holistic. Mm. I love the way you think. I'm all about that, too, because I, I mean, I'm... I didn't even have my first orgasm until I was in my twenties. Mm -hmm. So I think that I was, I didn't feel anything in my body. Yeah. If I was having sex, it was, I was there, but I wasn't there. Yeah. You know? So I think that it's, um, sorry, that glare is driving me nuts. There we go. <laughs> um, I think it's, this work is so, so important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because here's the thing, like you're not, it's going to be really hard to enjoy being with a man. Like even if you, even if you feel like in your heart, like, yes, I, I really love him. And I'm, I'm really glad that he's my husband. And, mm -hmm. You know, I'm really glad to have a family with him and all of that. But like, you, you're not feeling your heart. You're not feeling your vagina. So you, he's not even getting the best of you. Mm. That's what women need to understand. So how do you even go about opening your heart? I can't. So there's a, there's a couple of ways. One is to practice trust, <laughs> the feeling of trust. Like it could, you could trust in anything. You could trust in your ideas for your business. 
you know, you can, you could trust in an intuition that you receive to go and do something that seems so crazy, but I'm going to fucking do it because I trust myself. Mm-hmm. You, you start with baby steps. You start to learn how to trust in small ways and then it expands and expands and expands. Trust, trust, the trust muscle, <laughs> the faith muscle, which all are under the visionary category that will expand your heart like nothing else. And that's why the visionary is about abundance. It's not just, oh, I have like millions of dollars. It's not just that. It's that big heartedness. It's generosity. It's abundance. I have more than enough like of anything and everything. What is there for me not to trust? Okay. You just work with that archetype, your heart will just, oh my God. <laughs> mm. I love that one. Yeah. Um, a lot of women say they have trust issues. So their visionary is sick. Mm. So it, it doesn't mean that there aren't men that are worthy of trust. It means that you, you're sick. <laughs> Your heart is sick. Mm. And you need healing. So, because I, I watched one of your videos. So let's go into... Um, monogamy, non-monogamy, what do we think? What do I think about it? (laughs) (laughs) I I think that, um, I think that most human beings on this planet, uh, in their natural state without, without any like religious indoctrination or social indoctrination, I think that most human beings are Mm non-monogamous. in that we are sexually attracted to more than one person. And, and that's normal and that's okay and that's healthy. And, but I also think that, you know, most human beings, and at least in the Western world, um, maybe in the whole world, uh, choose based on indoctrination and, and social, you know, I, I, I have to do this or, or else, mm-hmm. uh, choose to do serial monogamy, which is you're with one person un- until you divorce or you break up or whatever, mm-hmm. and then find someone else. It's serial monogamy. But I, I think that deep down inside, most of us are non-monogamous. I know for me, that was my first inclination as I went through puberty. Like it was very clear to me that I was, I was attracted to multiple boys mm-hmm. and men, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't, I, like, I learned monogamy. Monogamy was not innate to me. Yeah. You know, what's really interesting is I have uh, learned that too, especially by doing this work. Um, because when you think about monogamy, you think of very, uh, possessiveness, right? Yeah. Almost like codependency. It can be. Yeah. It can be. And so I think that, um, like I've been hearing people talk about conscious monogamy and I feel like if people do it that, that's better than the old timey way people have done monogamy when it's like, oh, I've been with this person for 50 years. Like, so yeah, if, if it's out of obligation, like mm-hmm. I have to, or I don't want to hurt my spouse or any, any of that crap. If it's, if it's not just, just genuine, I just genuinely only want to be with this person. Mm-hmm. And, and if both of you feel that way about each other, then cool. Now, now uh, here's the thing, like you could genuinely want to only be with one specific person 
and still allow them the freedom to decide if they only want to be with you as well or if they'd like to be with multiple people. So with my partner, I choose to only be with him. I'm only with him. I only have mm -hmm. sex. That's, that's the choice that I'm making at this time in my life. Mm -hmm. And he chooses to be with many women. And I'm not, I don't feel that like, because I choose to only be with him, he must also choose to only be with me. I, I think that that's, that's not real freedom. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people say monogamy, they mean like, I want the person who I want to only be with to also only want to be with me. Mm -hmm. I want them to feel the same exact way that I feel. And that's not always real. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I think what I think too, especially with the state of the world and how it is 50-50 with the divorce rate, it's almost like nowadays we do have to reframe the way we look at monogamy and relationships or our country isn't going to make it in relationships. <laughs> oh my goodness. And yeah, that's the thing. You can stay together for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I, th I, think, I think most couples should. I think that's a good thing, especially if you really value family mm -hmm. and legacy. And, you know, it's, it's good to have that, that tradition that, you know, the great, the great grandparents and the grandparents, like, mm -hmm. that, that feels good. Um, and, you know, you can also have times during that 50 years, 60 years, 70 years of marriage, where from, for periods of time, whether for a year, two years, five years, 10 years, maybe even longer, that you connected with other people as well. Yep. So I think it's good to have a primary partner. I think that's really good. I think that most people really desire that um, and that should be honored, but we can also be flexible. Mm -hmm. Yes. I do agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Because it's so important too, to form that emotional intimacy with someone. It's good to have somebody living with you and, and taking care of a home and raising children. Like that's, that's a, that's a good thing to have. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's not all that we as human beings want to experience. That's why, you know, I like the, the different archetypes because, you know, we don't always want to be in our devotee. We don't always want to be a housewife, mm -hmm. as wonderful as that is. Uh, we don't want to only be that or, you know, like only raise children. Like mm -hmm. women want other things as well. Yes. Yeah, and I think some women, it's almost like they lose themselves in the identity of the devotee. Mm -hmm. That can really happen, and, and you can become really drained. Mm -hmm. Because now all, all you're doing is mothering, and the, the other aspects of your femininity are completely ignored. And mm -hmm. after a while, you just feel like... I don't even want to have sex with my husband anymore. I, I don't, I'm okay with being in a sexless marriage because I just don't even see the point. Like, I'm like a zombie now. Like, I just, I don't even want to, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know? So we have to acknowledge all four of the feminine archetypes. There, there is a lover in every woman. 
Mm -hmm. as a vision every woman is capable of amassing however much money she would like to have we're all capable of it you know and every woman has a witch inside of her every woman needs some time to just go off and do her witchy thing <laughs> in secrecy mm -hmm. so what what do you want to leave everybody with um I want you to understand that feminine energy in and of itself is highly valuable. And I, I don't know that a lot of people really understand that. You know, so we say, I, I want a masculine man. I, I, I want a masculine man to want me. And um, they think it, it's just going to happen automatically without actually cultivating the, the, the qualities that a masculine man would really treasure which is feminine energy. Mm -hmm. That's what a masculine man wants. Like he's looking for it. Like seriously, he's on the lookout. Like he can't, like, like he wants it. So that's all you really have to do is, is cultivate feminine energy. I, I had a woman yesterday on, on my Facebook. I, I, I said something about attracting your king. And basically, I essentially you just have to be a queen, mm -hmm. <laughs> and you'll attract the king. And you know, this woman came on my page, and she was like, "Well, you know, he has to deserve it first before I give him my femininity." <laughs> it's just like, no, you're, you're not like waiting to, you know, score him out of ten. You know, does he deserve my femininity? Like, it's, it's not like that. It's like, is just be feminine and he'll find you. Mm -hmm. He will absolutely find you. Yeah, because men want to be in that, that masculine role. They, well, yeah, they do because it feels good to them. Mm -hmm. Masculine energy feels good in, in male bodies. Mm -hmm. And the best way for them to feel masculine is to be intimate with a feminine woman who really loves them. Like that boosts their masculinity tremendously. The, the second best way is to be around other masculine men. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because a lot of men are in their masculine energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they have learned to... Um, not have an erection <laughs> in life, not speak their truth, not stand up for themselves, not be who they really are. You know, they, a lot of men are, have learned to lie and pretend and sneak around and, and cheat and commit adultery and, and just, you know, not be truthful with women. Mm -hmm. They've learned that that's, you know, that's just, you know, that's the way to do it. But in operating like that, you, you, you lose out on your masculinity. Your testosterone goes way down. It really does go down. Yes. From, oh, wow. And why, why do you think that? Because you're not, you're not doing the things that are supportive of the movement of testosterone. If you're lying to women and, and you're afraid of women and you have to hide who you really are from women, how are you going to get a rock solid heart erection? Mm. You, you, you can't. 
Very true. Yeah. Yeah. And ED is so common now. Extremely. Yeah. So what do you think that it, that's fear of women? Yeah. Really? Yes. Yes. A lot so of what? Low self-esteem, low self-confidence. When you've been verbally abused by your mother mm. and your female teachers and, and now you're an adult and everywhere you turn, women are telling you you're, you're, you're full of shit. You're no good. You're not worthy of, of, of trust. You're, you're just going to use them. You're a predator. <laughs> I mean, men just say, okay, well, fuck it. Like, all right. Mm. I'll just, I'll just do it your way. Well, yeah, that's what I've heard. I'm sure you've heard of this. The men going their own way. What is it called? It's, it's called M-G-T-O-W, men going their own way. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it's similar to incels, like men that just oh, yeah, give it up yeah. on women completely. Obviously, it's extreme, you know, section of men, but it is crazy that those guys are like, F it, fine. Yeah, some men just give up on women altogether. They just say, screw it. Other men, they continue to be with women, but they lie and cheat and, mm. you know, do all these things. So, you know, if you're, if you're afraid to be a man in the presence of a woman, you're, you're going to have reproductive illness. That's why I say it's, it's both men and women are suffering. Mm. Holy. There's a lot of prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. And, and lymph node cancer and, and just erectile dysfunction and premature ejaculation and, and just all kinds of problems with men and their, their penis and their sexuality and their semen and like, mm. it's equally bad. It's so sad. <laughs> Both sides are suffering. Yeah. Man, okay, so what's, what would you give a takeaway to a woman and what would you give the takeaway to the woman? I mean, to man. So to the women, honor your vagina. Really take good care of your vagina. Okay, do whatever you got to do. Drink eight cups of water a day. Um, you know, use a yoni egg. Do the yoni breathing. Do the yoni steaming. Like, do things that show your vagina that she really matters. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's so important. Like, it's, it's not just enough to say I'm feminine. No, but are, are, you, are you taking care of your body in a way that shows that you really value feminine energy? Mm -hmm. okay? And so I would say the same thing to, to the men, you know. Are you functioning in a way where you have no problem getting an erection? If you have a really, really hard time getting an erection, you're not standing in your power. Mm. You've given up. And so what? Go, do the inner work, figure out why have you given up? You know, start to tell your truth. Speak your truth. I, I won't even say do inner work. Just speak the mm -hmm. truth. If you're attracted to two or more women, say so. Mm -hmm. If you like having sex with multiple women, say so. If you're married and you want to have sex with another woman, who you just met at work or wherever, go and tell your wife. I, I met someone, I wasn't expecting it to happen, and I just feel so attracted to her, and I would like to ex explore um, a sexual relationship with this woman and maybe even have emotional intimacy with her as well. I want to do that. That's speaking your truth. That will give you a rock-solid heart erection. Mm -hmm. I love that, yes.
So it's all interrelated. Mm, definitely. So where can people find you? They can find me on Facebook. Just look up my name, L-E-S-L-E-Y, mm -hmm. and then Tavernier, T-A-V-E-R-N-I-E-R. Or they can go to my website, which is leslietavernier.com. Okay. Yes, cool. I am. <laughs> I will definitely list your information below. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh my gosh, this is a powerful conversation. I'm gonna be uploading it today. So everybody, be sure to comment below. Let me know your thoughts. I'm gonna post it all over social media. And yeah, thanks for joining me. This is really useful. You're so welcome. <laughs> Take care. Thanks.